Next on BYU Sports Nation, Elijah Bryan is going pro. What went into the decision to leave? He'll join us. Players leaving early at BYU? Is this the new norm? And how do you feel about it? And how do you replace Bryant's production? And how is how important is Yoli Child's decision now? Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Jerem Jordan and Brian Logan. What is good? BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. It is Thursday, April 19th, a volleyball ball night. More on that later. I'm Jerem Jordan. Father of two boys, Spencer Linton, is changing his baby girl's diaper. So I'm teamed up with another father of two boys, Brian Logan. Hello. I'm jealous. Welcome back. It's great to see you. Thank you, man. I'm jealous. Spencer, you got a girl. Yeah? You want a girl one day? I want a girl, man. Yeah. I'm having my first boy this summer. Congrats, man. Paternity time. Welcome to the club. Paternity time. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm stoked to have a boy. Yeah, I just, the only reason why I want a girl is because I want to name her Espen. Like ESPN. Yeah. That's the only reason why. Espen the magazine. That was the commercial back in the day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now now you say it. I'm going to spell it like like that too. ESPN. Oh, yeah. Like like she's going to be taking a role like first aid. Espen Logan. Everyone's going to call her ESPN, but your intent will be to call her Espen. Yeah. That's It's going to be Espen, man. It's going to be pretty cool. That will be cool. Elijah Bryant's going pro. He's going to join us coming up in the next segment. Lots to discuss about Elijah and other things, so let's rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Yesterday, Elijah Bryant posted a YouTube video announcing, that's not a shock, uh, but he's (laughs) announcing he's graduating from BYU, and he's pursuing a pro career. He will hire an agent, declare for the NBA draft, the 18-point-a-game score in all West Coast Conference first-team player. is done with the Cougars. So our question of the day is this. What is your reaction to the Elijah Bryant announcing he will leave BYU to pursue a pro career? Uh, we'll get to your responses in a minute. But, Brian, what do you think of the decision? Man, um, I think my first initial reaction was, uh, you know, tell me it's not true. You know, say it ain't so. You were in denial. Say it ain't so. I thought okay. it was I thought it was fake. Um and you know, after I let it settle in a little bit, um, I was kind of sad, man. I mean, I, I feel like the the end of the year, especially with with this BYU team, you know, things you know starting to come come together. Um, you know, in the tournament, you saw guys take it to another level, and I've been on teams like that where the end of the season momentum, you know, it, it, it comes and it transitions to the off season, and then you know you take four or five steps above. And I thought that you know could have been a potential with this. With this guy, or with this team uh, next year, led and, by and this led guy, by this guy. Child, e- e- right? exactly, man. And the biggest thing, too, yeah, the points and things like that. But it's it's the leadership and who do the guys look to, um, you know, as as their guy. You know, when it, when it's time to get down and dirty, when it's time to you know put your big boy pants on. You know, I think us as fans as well, we look at uh, Elijah. My reaction was, uh, I'm bummed. Elijah's a really good player, leading yeah. scorer on this team, 18 a game. Shot 42% from three. It's hard to replace production like that. We'll discuss that in a second, but he's a good player. So you balance the desire for the team to be good against the individual needs. I want Elijah Bryant to have an amazing pro career. I really do. Yeah, of course. Um, and, and we've been through this a little bit with Eric Mika last year. Um, you know, the, the two leading scores from a leading score from the past two seasons and has now left. But Elijah Bryant is graduating. Uh, he, he's, he's done at BYU. He went to a prep school like I get the decision for Elijah. Yeah. I would prefer that he be on the team next year because he's a good player. Of course, yeah. 
but you know, at the end of the day, man, you got to do what you got to do for you, right? right. I mean, I mean, we'll, we'll talk to him here in a bit. Um, so, like you said, Jerem, Elijah Bryant led BYU in scoring, eighteen point two points per game, uh, in minutes with thirty four point seven per game, and second in rebounds with eight point six per game. How do you replace his production? I don't think you easily do it. Uh, eighteen a game is tough. I. I don't know that BYU's had a player like Elijah in a long time, if ever. Extremely yeah. physical, really good rebounder, can shoot it really well. Amazing hair. <laughs> 42-point, three-point shooter. He's really good. If Nick Emery comes back, he could help with those numbers. But based yeah. on the comments from Nick on Twitter and Dave Rosen studio, it's not a done deal that Nick Emery's coming back. I hope he comes back. I think Nick's a tremendous player. This is likely just the beginning, by the way, of a couple of transfers. It's an average of 4.2 a year, right, um, mm-hmm. per season for non-mission reasons, leaving the team. So we'll see who else leaves, but I don't think it's easily replaced. I, I think I don't I don't know if I could look at you know somebody on the team right now, um, and, and as far as everybody picking it up and kind of the cliche thing to say, yeah, but what about going and trying to find another transfer? It's right? got to be somebody to come in. It's right got to be someone that can come in, that, like right, Elijah did. Right. But but it probably needs to be a grad transfer. You, it, I mean, yeah. Otherwise, I, like, they have to sit out. Well, they have to sit out, like and, Elijah did. And I, I know from from football experience, it was a lot easier, um, and you had a bigger pool of guys because you know you're not just looking at LDS guys, right? You can you can now have non LDS guys. You know, like myself, because they're like, oh, yeah, I can do one year. Oh, yeah, I'm just, it's just a semester. I don't care. I can, I'll stop whatever. You know what I mean? It's not a big deal versus, oh, four years, maybe five years. I don't know. That's a little bit tough, right? You know what I'm saying? For certain so, guys. For certain guys. Yeah, for certain guys. I'm sorry. I shouldn't label all non LDS, you know, athletes that way. I'll defend the non LDS <laughs> athlete for you then. <laughs> Thank you, man. I appreciate that. We need all the help we can get. I thought it'd be different than <laughs> reverse, but okay. But yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's how I see that you can you know, replace as, as quick as possible. Yeah, it's got to be a transfer. And uh, Dave Rose alluded to uh, a couple of transfers potentially being on their way to BYU, but they committed elsewhere uh, last week or yeah. two weeks ago. So we'll see. Now next year comes into focus a bit for the BYU men's basketball roster. Yoli Childs is testing his NBA prospects without hiring an agent and can return to BYU. He can also leave if he wants. Brian, how much more impactful does the Yoli Childs decision become now? Yeah, it'd be devastating. It'd be devastating, dude. I f- like, I just feel it right now in my spirit, man. Are you bracing yourself for and him to I, leave? I, I, no, I'm not, I'm not bracing myself. I'm just I'm trying to get this ugly feeling out of my chest. And I think more than anything, um, the morale of the team. You know what I mean? You have two leaders that are, that are, that are gone. Um and, and Yoli and, isn't gone. Right, he's not gone. But, he's not, we're saying the in, in this situation, exists, right? Yeah, could, yeah. yeah. In the, in this scenario that he is gone, I mean, what's what, what do you do, right? I mean, we in 2010 when we got that that email from whoever about you know um, Harvey Knight coming on, dude, Harvey, Harvey, I'm not lying to you. Me and Corby, we cried. We cried. Dude. I remember where I was. I I, I was call, in the middle of calling a baseball game. I was like, what? Exactly, and, and and yet we had you know players and and things turned out you know fairly okay towards the end of the season, but the morale, man, and and that that to me is something you know your as far as your your intangibles, height, weight, whatever the case is, points, production, that's one thing, but your heart and your, your moral, you know, what gets you up, your why, right? Why do you do things? That's hard when you got two guys that are leaving and you show up at practice and they're no longer there. That locker room is empty. 
I think it'd be great for Yoli Childs to come back to BYU. I think there's an opportunity for him to take a step forward, to develop a jump shot a little more, to get on more radars, to have some big games, uh, to get noticed a little more, to improve his stock. I hope Yoli Childs is eventually drafted in the NBA. Of course. I, I'm not sure that he's drafted this year, per se. No. He's not a first-round guy, maybe a second-round guy. I think another year would benefit him. So, obviously, the departure of Elijah Bryant is a big loss for the BYU basketball team. Yeah. And like you said, if Yoli Childs goes pro as well, that would be a big loss, too. And you balance the needs of the team versus the want, uh, the, the, the pressure and desire for the individuals to succeed. Hopefully those can both happen, and hopefully BYU can replace said good players with more good players and challenge for a league championship and whatnot. But, yeah, that decision becomes even more important. And, honestly, the Nick Emery decision becomes even more yeah, important now, too. Right, exactly. I think BYU needs him back. That, I thought they needed him back before Elijah well, Bryant. And you, and you, you think just with any me. athletes that have a year off, they come back like beasts, man. They are mad and upset at the world in a good way, right? I, you, you took my baby from me, and you're never, ever, ever taking it back, right? That's, that's kind of the never mentality. Never take a man's baby. Ever. Mm-mm. Look, in the last six years, BYU has averaged 4.2 non-mission exits from the team. Last year, Eric Mika left early to go pro. This year, Yoli has an opportunity uh, his internet has opportunity. Elijah's going. If players leaving to go pro, Jerem, is the new norm for BYU, are you okay with it? Do you just accept I, it? I don't think it's the new norm. I think it's happened the last two years. I don't see it happening every year or every other year. Perhaps that becomes the case, but I need more than two in this case study to be, this is the new norm. Hmm. If it is the new norm, it is a little tough to swallow because it's hard to lose good players when you – perhaps think that you'll have them a little longer. Individuals are going to act in their best case, right? right. Mm-hmm. Um, you would, like, it's, it's hard to think. What if BYU had Elijah Bryant and Nick Emery and TJ Haas and Yoli Childs and Eric Mika all on the same team? <sighs> like, that's a good team, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a really good a really team. really good team, right. I, I'm salivating thinking about the prospects of that team. I know. Right? It's making me, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what, man? I, I, I would agree with you. Um, and I think it always goes back to my point as far as, as BYU getting athletes that are good. Don't get me wrong. You earn a scholarship, you're good. Um, but, you know, have to be, de- I think, developed a little bit, right, when it comes to competing with elite talent. Right. And so Everyone because, needs to be developed. And, uh, you know, everybody, you know, you didn't have to be developed. Anyway. <laughs> you haven't seen my tape from 10 years ago, bro. <laughs> um, so, anyway, I think, I think that, that, that pipeline or – you have more of a true program, right, when it comes to BYU and athletes because, you know, as soon as guys are going up in, 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 in any type of skill levels, grade, whatever the case is, you're always having that next one come in. And, they don't, and because they don't have to start right, right away for whatever reasons, I mean, you're fine, right? And, and you just have that program. That's what I saw when I came in here uh, 2009, you know, from the guys leaving Max all the way to, the, you know, the freshman guys, right? Everybody knew how to work the same way. You had a real program. Um, so I don't think that you, you get that, you know, with, with BYUs. He's an athlete. He's, he can leave. He can leave. He can leave. Yeah, there's not a lot of room for, you know, on a team like, okay, if this guy leaves, we're going to be just fine. Right. Like, it's hard to sit here and go, yeah, sweet. Elijah Bryant's gone. It's going to be equal to or better. Right. You, the natural uh, idea would be, ah, BYU's going to take a step back. Shoot. Right. Mm-hmm. Unless you get a transfer or someone. Or transfer. what What young guy is now going to have an opportunity to excel whereas he didn't? Like Elijah Bryant did this himself. Transferred from Elon. Sat out a year. Became a double-digit scorer. Then he made the jump healthy, healthy 
knees meant 18 a game and 42% from three. <laughs> so is there someone that can make the jump? Can TJ Hawes make the jump mm. for BYU? Can Yoli Childs become a, a 23-point score instead of 17.8? Right. Now there's an opportunity. We'll see. Tonight, the fourth-ranked men's volleyball team hosts USC in the MPSF semifinals. Let's go. Big time. The Cougars are looking to get into the 17 NCAA tournament with an auto bid by winning the conference tournament this weekend or by getting one of the two at-large bids. Jerem, does BYU Volleyball need to win tonight to ensure a bid? No. I believe BYU will be one of the two at-large bids if they don't win at home. But guess what? BYU at home in this tournament has been awesome over the years. You, you go back to 1999 and 01 and 04 and 13 and 16 and eight, like BYU, 14. BYU's been really good in this tournament at home. This year, however, BYU has lost home games, head scratches to Loyola, Chicago, a good team, but Sister Jean ain't walking through that door <laughs> for the Ramblers, okay? UC Santa Barbara and Concordia Irvine. These are weird losses for BYU at home. I think this team is ready to go. They're playing a USC team they beat twice this year. I think the Cougars are gonna, going to win tonight, and they'll be just fine. They have good wins on the road. The Cougars are going to get so, in. Bro. So what, they don't so, have to. What, what, what can stop them, I guess, from getting in? If they lost tonight and then there were a bunch of upsets in conference tournaments like the MIVA and the EIVA and okay. even the Big West that took at-large bids away from BYU. So they'd have, they'd have, to, be, it'd have to be like... Yes, it'd much, have to be utter disaster <laughs> perfect for the men's for volleyball the, okay. team. But, but I'm confident BYU win tonight and, frankly, Saturday. And I'm hoping for a BYU-UCLA matchup there. But USC has taken down top five Pepperdine and UCLA in the last two weeks. Well, see, the thing, They're I mean, on fire. The, the thing with, with being at home, man, and, and just the crowd, and I, I, I think I've probably been to, to men's volleyball games more than anything else, really. I mean, we can't count football because I'm, you know, I have to be there, right? Um, getting paid to be there. But probably even, yeah. Mm, Me so, too for men's uh, volleyball, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but like, like, really, probably even more than, than, than basketball. Right. And um, a lot of that has to do with, you know, having kids and being a little bit easier um, and being a little bit more exciting with the crowd. But um, every time, man, it's just it is it is smacking. It's electric. It is smacking. I mean, I don't even know how to how I'm going to type that, you know, on, yeah, on the text message. How many A's are in Shma- It's S-H-C-H-A-T-I don't know. Smacking. It's smacking. But when you say I know what you mean. Because you said electric, right? The point of word. Exactly. You can just, you just get my spirit, Jerem. Yes. Just connect with me. Yes. So, Our yeah. question of the day. What's your reaction to Elijah Bryant announcing he will leave BYU to pursue a pro career at uh, Jake R. Kemp? Sad to see him go, but also stoked that he has this chance to play professionally. It's been an absolute pleasure watching him play the last couple of years. Now go, go earn those dollars uh, at Elijah Bryant. Cougar Nation will always have your back. Use the hashtag BYUSN and weigh in. More of those coming up. Coming up, how will BYU fare next season with Elijah Bryant? We will ask Terry Nashif in his thoughts. But first, Elijah Bryant and his first media appearance since making his announcement yesterday. What went into the decision to go pro and how's he going to do it? This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Watch tonight on BYU TV as fourth-ranked BYU Volleyball host USC in the MPSF Tournament. Jaron Jordan, Steve Vell, and Laura McLean will be on the call. Match begins at 9 p.m. Eastern 
on BYU TV. And Steve Vail will join us coming up uh, to preview the matchup with USC. Welcome back. This is BYU Sports Nation on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Brian Logan back in Studio B. Great to have him here. Follow us at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Our question of the day. What is your reaction uh, to Elijah Bryan announcing he will leave BYU to pursue a pro career? At Broncos Lover, uh, nothing but respect for Elijah and what he has accomplished. If he feels it's what's right for him, then got to support him. Disappointed as a fan, but he has repped the Y well. Next year will be interesting, to say the least. Use the hashtag BYUSN. We'll continue to read your responses throughout the program. Our next guest is the man who has decided to go pro. He announced it yesterday via social media. It was always my dream to play in the NBA. And now is my opportunity to fill that dream. I'm honored to say that I've graduated from BYU and look forward to connecting more dots with great people around the world. And it is Elijah Bryan. He's in Studio B. Elijah, thanks for hanging out with us, man. Of course. Thanks for having me. You know, it's, uh, you go pro, now you got the beard. I would have done the same thing, man. <laughs> I, 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 it's, it wasn't, it was by chance, you know. I mean, I think everyone at BYU kind of, especially football players, they announce they're, go, they're going pro, they come back and they have a full beard. The but full beard. I'm trying to continue yeah. the tradition, I yeah. guess. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. It's the basketball. So. I, yeah. I looked at him yeah. and I was jealous because I just shaved mine this morning. <laughs> yeah, I, so. yeah. I haven't been on in a while, so <laughs> take advantage. Well, yeah. certainly this was a decision that took some time to make, uh, but what went into the decision to declare for the NBA draft and hire an agent? Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me was what does Elijah want, you know? And when that... And I took everything into account from talking to people from NBA to coaches and, and everyone had great opinions and offered great advice. But at the end of the day, you got to live with what decision you make. And after looking at myself in the mirror and praying and all that stuff and going to the temple, I think the biggest thing was, what am I going to be happy with? So that yeah. comes down to what does Elijah want? And that's what I felt most comfortable with. And that's the decision I made. And I'm ready to chase this dream. And I'm glad. And one thing I want to make that everyone knows I'm so glad is all the support that I've gotten because I felt like I've poured my heart out here on the court and all that, and now they're giving – yeah, I understand as a fan you're you're sad, and, and there's still a part of me that's sad too. I mean, I love my teammates. I love my coaches. I love everyone around the BYU community, but at what point does it turn like, all right, now at the Chase's stream? Like, yeah. And I think it's been a great experience of – of how the BYU fans have kind of said they're sad, but they've also like, okay, we support you, we'll support you the whole way long. So yeah. it's been a great experience, and I'm super happy. And, yeah. and the, that seems like that matters to you. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot. I mean, um, transferring here, I mean, it's hard. It's a whole whole long process. This was one of my dream universities to to attend. So I think with with that being said, I I take what these fans say to heart sometimes. And as as a player, I mean, if you do that sometimes it kind of can sting you I mean you know so but to have their support in this whole process has been like really motivating and a blessing in my opinion yeah I mean I I think I think just by default being here at BYU you know being a a former athlete and the love that you get from the community you just you you kind of feel adopted you know into the family and so we do take you know the opinions um, you know, too hard. And, uh, you know, sometimes we got to do a better job of not listening yeah, and, and yeah. taking it in. But but you sa- you sound really confident. Like, you, yeah. I saw, you know, your hands moving yeah. with swag. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, I'm just I'm, I'm happy for you yeah. that you're confident in that. Um, and, and you did some great things here at, at BYU. What do you think that you had accomplished, um, you know, throughout your career? Yeah, BYU, obviously, there was some, um, I went through some struggles in the beginning. But I think just, the guys I was able to play around, was, for me, it was bigger than basketball. As you know, BYU represents uh, the church and, and academics. So that's a big thing that I took into account when I chose BYU to come here. 
But as far as like being able to come here and better myself as a person, also on the court as well. Mm-hmm. And if we talk about basketball, I mean, obviously my scoring went up and stuff like that. And all that is a testament to the the coaches, the the strength staff, Rob, all those guys who are in there. If you don't know, after games, I'm in the training room every single time, mm-hmm. doing all the treatment I can. I'm trying to get extra work with short, extra work with the coaches, and those guys are relentless and and helping me get better as a player and put me in this position. So I think. Um, obviously all the credit goes to God, but the biggest thing is the coaches here and the athletic staff and the administration have been super supportive in my decision, but also super helpful in getting me in this position. Elijah Bryan is on BYU Sports Nation. Why is now the right time for you? I think now is the right time for me just because of my situation with me graduating. And um, Next week. Yeah, well, so technically I'll graduate, I'll I can walk next week, but I'll take two more classes after the semester, and then I'll be done. So okay. those will be independent studies that I'll do wherever I, wherever I land. But the biggest thing for me is, like I going back to what I said, is what do I want? What is At the end of the day, what is your gut feeling? You know when you get that gut feeling, there's, you can't lie to yourself, mm-hmm. right? And with that being said, and, and listening after praying, listening to the Spirit and stuff like that, you, that's, you ask, like, oh, is it an H thing? Oh, is it this? No, it's what does Elijah want? So that's mm-hmm. the biggest thing when it came down to – and that's why I told my coaches, and they respected it, and they're supporting me. So that's what I'm going with. It's, it's funny because, you know, sorry, Jerry, I'm about to have church for a second. I always say, when people say, you I don't have to apologize I, on BYU TV for a church <laughs> comment. You're right. I take that back. So um, <laughs> people always, you know, kind of laugh when, I, when they say, like, yeah, yeah, gut, that gut feeling. I'm like, that's, that is your spirit. Yeah, that, yeah. That, so yeah. they go, like, oh, that, that, I had this gut feeling. So I decided to go and do, like, no, man, the gut feeling, which yeah. is your spirit, led you, yeah. you know, to, you know, kind of down this path. So, um, most people, or some people, whatever the case is, maybe may not understand that, miss yeah. opportunities, whatever the case is. So um, good for you for recognizing that, man. So what, what are, what, you know, moving forward, what are some of your, your goals, um, you know, when it comes to furthering your career? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is trying to focus on what's in front of me. Um, obviously, I had a workout this morning, so that was my first thing to get done. And, and I try to live my life by task and controlling what I can do at the, at the moment. As you know, this is going to be a long process, and I can, there's going to be different workouts and different things. But I'm going to take the task that's in front of me at first. So the next task I have right now is to finish all my schoolwork. So I'll head to the SAB, finish all my schoolwork. Once I finish that, then I'll head to the next task. That's shooting. I'll need to shoot tonight. And then after that, I'll head to the next task. So I think I'm very task-oriented, and I want to make sure that I don't get look too far in the future because if you look too far in the future, that's when anxiety starts coming in and stuff like that. So I think right now my main focus right now when I leave the show is to head and do my schoolwork. (laughs) (laughs) So get through the north exit and go to your car. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Elijah Bryant's on BYU Sports Nation. So what's this process like now for you as you try and get into some workouts with NBA teams and otherwise? Yeah, obviously a lot of people don't know um, how the draft process works. So um, you want to get an invite to the combine and then you want to start getting draft uh, working out with NBA teams. So like I said, once once the school is done um, and I'm kind of moved on to working out, I'll focus on working out and then getting the invite to the combine and then figuring out where what teams I'll be working out with. And obviously wherever I work out, it'll be scheduled where I'm not like working out in New York and then flying to LA, you know, so it'll be all really strategically planned to make it the best opportunity for me. Yeah. So, I mean, I know the, I know the, I know the cliche answer, yeah. you know, to this, as far as what team would you want to play? Yeah, in, yeah. You know, cause I, I've been in that situation too. Oh, yeah, any team, I'll play yeah, any team. Yeah. What team would, it would be your dream team? Um, and I'll say not from the situation right yeah. now, from a business standpoint, but let's say, you know, you being a little kid, who, who, who were you, what jersey were you wearing, yeah. you know, when you were in the driveway? So 
if you're talking about little kid, I've always been a Kobe fan, right? Okay. Kobe Bryant. It's like, yeah. oh, are you related to Kobe Bryant? I mean, and at one point, I was like, <laughs> you know, you know, at one point, it was like, no. But then as I realized who Kobe Bryant was, I was like, yeah, he's my uncle, you yeah. know? Yeah. I've got some mama yeah. DNA. Yeah, he's, like, he's my uncle. But that, I think the Lakers <laughs> Michael would Michael Jordan for me, too, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I think um, Lakers would be really a really cool opportunity, just the history behind the whole um, organization. Yeah. But obviously the Jazz, I mean, if you're seeing yeah. what they're doing with Donovan and stuff like that, and just being the, the camaraderie around the team right now is just very team-based. And you don't see that a lot in the NBA. So I think um, mm. around a team like that, and also, I mean, being going from Provo to Salt Lake would be a cool opportunity right. and cool experience um, to be a part of. So I guess those are kind of my two teams, the Lakers and the Jazz. But obviously, as you said, the cliche answer is whatever team is willing right. to take this chance on me and stuff like that. So See, it, it, I, I kind of cheat a little bit because yeah. you know, I'm a former player and an athlete yeah. you know, or, or, or a host now. So yeah. um, I already know what's coming up, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you pursued a pro career yourself, right? Oh yeah, but you know, I, I was, that was in the CFL. That's, that's, the, that's the cheap football league. Yeah, yeah. cheap football league. Wow, <laughs> pros you just pros. ticked off all of Canada. No, you're right. Though. Yeah. You're right, though, man. You mentioned right. Donovan Mitchell. You uh, you actually have a connection to Donovan yeah. Mitchell. Yeah. Uh, so, me and Donovan played against um, each other in prep school. He went to Brewster, um, in New Hampshire. He was. His, I think his school might New, have been in Connecticut. New I, I, yeah, New England area is called mm-hmm. the Nepsack. Um, his team was very talented. Um, I can if you guys I can get a clip of me scoring on him. So all you Jazz fans out there, don't <laughs> don't don't get it twisted. I can, I can score on Donovan. He's a go. talented player. I he's had an amazing season, and yes, he's the rookie of the year. So if whoever's looking, <laughs> he's the rookie of the year. Um, but yeah, he's a great player. Um, we talk here and there. Obviously, he had a really great game last night, and I wish him nothing but the best. Is there anything else you want to mention in kind of your BYU exit interview here? Um, we want to talk to you in the future, yeah, in yeah, this process. I, but I think the biggest thing I just want to reiterate is just I don't think I can thank the fans enough and thank everyone who supported me throughout this process. I mean, you go through something like this and you have another year of eligibility and and people kind of feel like you backstabbed them, you know. And every if you look at every situation around the country, you, people feel like, why is he doing that to us and all that stuff. And But here, like, people realize, like, this is a kid's dream. Like, people, you know, like, as a pro, like, when you're in the backyard throwing the football, you're not thinking, like, oh, I'm going to play a call. Like, you're thinking, like, when I catch that touchdown right. on Sunday, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So that's the same situation with me. And to see that people actually understand that has been such, like I said before, a blessing and just, like, wow, like, these are, like, real fans. Like, they're going to follow me for life. And people like to call it the Mormon Mafia. So I'm oh, – the Mormon Mafia, let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> let's go. Oh, shoot. I didn't know about this Mormon Mafia. I got to find one. There were 65,000 of them cheering for you against Utah. Oh, I get it now. You've forgotten them so quickly. I'm a little bit slow up top. Concussions and stuff. Elijah, it's been fun to watch you play at BYU. Thank you. And uh, it's fun to see you 42% from three and 18 a game last year. And we wish you the best of luck. Let's give you the BYU Sports Nation karma for your workouts and uh, hopefully get a bunch. And someone uh, takes a chance. Yeah, Brian likes to hold hands during this part. It's kind of weird, but it's Brian Logan. This is my love languages. This is going to make the blog. There you go. (laughs) Elijah, we appreciate the time. Appreciate it. Thank you. What's coming up, Brian? What is coming up, Jerem? Men's Volleyball Host USC in the MPSF tournament. Um, is this a must-win for the Cougars? We will ask analyst Steve Bale. And next, former player and assistant coach Terry Nash, if he helped recruit Elijah to BYU. We'll discuss what's next for Cougar Hoops. How do you replace Elijah Bryant's production? This is BYU Sports Nation. 
BYU Sports Nation will broadcast live from the Mesa Fan Fest on May 5th at Pioneer Park in Mesa, Arizona. This Saturday, BYU Athletics will be hosting a Fan Fest in Idaho Falls, Idaho. Festivities begin at 1 p.m. local local time at the Waterfront Snake River Landing. Yeah, so there's one uh, Saturday in Idaho Falls, and then May 5th uh, in Mesa, Arizona. Welcome back, Jeremy Jordan. Brian Logan. Hello. Radio Vision live on BYU Radio and BYU TV. We're also on demand. Let's check out some of today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. It's your BYU Sports Nation headlines. Elijah Bryant just joined us, talked about his decision to declare for the NBA draft and hire an agent. Great conversation with Elijah. Bryant led the team with 18.2 points per game last year and was all West Coast Conference first team. How do you replace Bryant? We'll talk to Terry Nashiv, former assistant coach and uh, part-time radio analyst for the Cougars, coming up in a bit. Number four, men's volleyball takes on USC in the MPSF tournament semifinals tonight at the Smithfield House. Catch the game on BYU TV at 9 p.m. Eastern. The winner will face the winner of UCLA and Coronado, Irvine. Four. Concordia. 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 Although Coronado would be a better place. <laughs> Although Irvine's pretty good, too. <laughs> That's what I was looking at. Um, like San Diego, yeah. yeah. You played JC. Actually, you know bit. what? I don't like San Diego. Remember, we don't bring. Oh yeah, them up. San Diego State. Anyway, they Broke will play verbal with you. <laughs> they will play for the MPS. That was good though. Hey, I'm, a change, I'm a changed man, Jeremy. I don't want to bring up bad feelings. You right just now. did. <laughs> <laughs> they, they will play for the MPSF championship Saturday. You can, t- you can go now. Go your turn. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Alema Fatisi Manu tweeted yesterday. He's leaving Utah's football staff and joining the Cougars. BYU Sports Nation has confirmed he will be hired as the player personnel coordinator. He will help. With recruiting. So the former Cougar and then Utah staffer will now join the Cougars. That's, I'm starting to see a pattern. Maybe I got to go up Utah to come back down. I'm just playing. Brian, I'm just playing. Don't even think about I'm it. Not we do- need man, you here, man. man. I'm not doing nothing. TV is a life for me, man. <laughs> the you like the attention <laughs> way too much. The women's team claimed the third straight WCC after beating Pepperdine in a play yeah. in the playoff. Uh, Rose Wrong finished first overall at two under with teammate Kendra Dalton taking second. Three straight for the women's golf team hey, at the man. West Coast Conference Championships. Well, and they've been to nationals. They go through, re- like, this is one of the best teams on campus. This well is one done of the best by- universities in the country. That's right. Kerry Roberts and company doing work. Congratulations to the Cougars who await where they go for the NCAA regionals now. How do you replace Elijah Bryant's production? Yoli Childs and his decision now. Nick Emery. Lots of things to discuss. So let's get Terry Nash, a former BYU player, assistant coach on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Terry, thanks for joining us here on a Thursday. Hey, guys. No problem. Lots to discuss, right? Uh, Elijah Bryant is uh, going to forego a senior season, declare for the NBA draft, hire an agent. What's your reaction to this decision? I'm happy for Elijah. Um, I think that the same decision process that brought him to – to BYU is the same process that brought him is taking him to the professional ranks and and I'm excited about that. I'm glad that he came to BYU. I feel like he uh did so much for the university for himself, changed his life and I'm really really happy for Elijah. Uh obviously as a fan, you want to see as many great players as you can on the court, but realistically, uh, I'm happy for him. I can't make his decision for him and I'm I'm happy with the decision he's come to and he's going to be a great pro. Uh, I believe in that kid and always have Coach, as a – I can call you coach, right? It's not weird. You can call me whatever, What's a coach? Yeah. I always coach yeah, like, like a bishop. I was like, yeah, it's like I got to – and it doesn't matter what sport either. It's like coach is just out of respect. Anyway, okay, coach, as a former player and a coach at BYU, how do you balance wanting uh, the team to succeed um, and then, you know, 
the, the desires of the individual as well? I think the best coaches put the individuals first. And, you know, that's what gets kids to come to your program because they know that you care about the kids. And that's what gets kids to succeed in the program because you know you care about them. And um, I'm assuming when Elijah went and talked to Coach Rose, it was a great meeting. And uh, Coach was really happy for him. And uh, that's the part of coaching that you want. You want that relationship with these kids and you want what's best for them. This isn't something that's new. We've been dealing with this for a long time at BYU Trent Playstead. when I was on staff, he decided to do this, and I remember that decision process, and I remember Coach's reaction to that, and I remember, and I know the relationship that Trent still has with Coach and with the coaches, and, and that's what it is, is the relationship with the players and the individuals is what's most important, and that's how you can get good kids to come to BYU, and that's how uh, they can succeed afterwards. And each decision is different, and it's so personal, guys. I think everyone wants to make it like it's a cookie cutter. This is what's right for every guy. Well, if you do this, this is what happens. So hard to make it in the NBA. Each decision is so personal. And uh, each coach, the good coaches, really want what's best for the individuals. And then they want to get more good players, and then they want to have them go to the pros as well. Terry Nasha, former player and assistant coach at BYU, is on BYU Sports Nation. You were part of the, the coaching staff that brought Elijah in, and I know you guys targeted him like a while ago. Um, can you kind of give us a, just a brief history of how Elijah even got to BYU? So we had recruited Elijah. Elijah came out to our camps, and uh, we had recruited Elijah. Didn't um, wasn't a right fit coming out of high school as far as our roster, as far as um, what we needed, those things. Followed him at Elon, um, and then he decided that he was going to transfer. And he actually decided late that he was going to transfer, and it was kind of a surprise. And then it was a whirlwind recruitment, and uh, we really fell in love with Elijah and his family um, in that process and uh, really, really wanted him to come here. We knew he was a great player, but a great person and great leader. And he had great size, so many things that he could do on the court. And uh, so it was a a whirlwind process, like I said. And and luckily we got him. It came down to Miami and Butler and us. And I remember those visits when he was going to our place. It was a great visit, but he was going to those other two. It was really nerve-wracking and uh, came down that he picked us. And it was a great feeling. And uh it was great to work with Elijah. Uh, it was frustrating when he was hurt. Had a great redshirt year. I don't know if you can have a great redshirt year when no one knows about it, but <laughs> really made us better. And uh, we were really excited about him. Went through an injury uh, his sophomore year, and then uh, you could see his junior year what he's capable of. So, but this dude was destined to be here. His middle name's not Butler or Miami. It's Brigham. He was That's meant exactly to be here, right. baby. Exactly right. He was meant to be here, and I think he's meant to be in the pros. Uh, how much more now with Elijah leaving um, is the Yoli child decision to you know potentially go to the NBA? Um, I think it's probably the same as it was before Elijah went because it's Yoli's decision, right? And uh, when you get out there and you start thinking and you start wondering and and each again each individual decision is personal and it's different. And uh, one thing that's really important to note is that Elijah's graduating, and that's a big deal here. And uh, he's going to get his degree, and I think that's really important. And so I think that plays into you know decisions as well as they go. And uh, Yoli is a great player. He's a tremendous athlete, tremendous has tremendous potential, um, and I'm interested to see uh, what he decides. Obviously, uh, you're rooting for what's best for him, and uh, we'll know what's best for him in, in a little while. And I do know that him going through this process is really good for him, to be able to get out, to travel around, to see what it's like in these workouts, to see what it's like um, just focusing on working out 
and getting your mind in that mode, and then he's going to be a better player next year uh, wherever he is, hopefully at BYU uh, or in the NBA, whatever he decides. Terry Nashiv is on BYU Sports Nation. Terry, it's a question you had to answer for many, many years. So what's the simplest way to uh, replace the production of a guy like Elijah Bryant? I think there's two ways. One is uh, you bring in a transfer, you bring in help, you get a junior college uh, uh, transfer coming in, um, a fifth year. That's kind of more popular these days. Uh, but what we've done at BYU a lot is uh, replace it from within, and Coach is unbelievable at that. There's a lot of shots that Elijah shot that someone else is going to get, and they need to go in. And so where, who's going to shoot them? Where are they coming from? Um, and Coach has been really good at replacing guys for a lot of years. There's been a lot of questions of how can you replace a Jimmer Fredette, a Lee Kamard, a Kyle Collinsworth, a Chase Fisher, Brandon Davey. You can just go down the list of all these players, a Jackson Emery. And how are you going to replace these guys, a Tyler Haas? And Coach does that. So within, and uh, there's time for transfers and some recruiting as well. It's not a done deal that Nick Emery's coming back to BYU, apparently, but I really hope he comes back. Is he a potential guy that could replace a, a lot of those numbers? Absolutely. Nick's a tremendous talent, and uh, he, he can really fill it up. And so, yeah, he's a guy that you can say is a, a replacement within as well. He's part of the program, and so um, he's definitely a piece that uh, could replace some of that. Okay, well, who knew in uh, late April we'd have a bunch of BYU Hoops chat and uh, get you on the phone, but I'm glad we did. Terry, we appreciate the insight. Well, thanks, guys. I think one thing, too, to, one of my favorite Elijah moments, I went to the BYU-Utah game uh, this year, and he dropped 29, went 5 for 7 for 3, and it was a time when we needed to beat Utah. And uh, it, he, it was an unbelievable game. I was in there, it was electric, and that will be one of my favorite moments of uh, Elijah Bryant's career was taking the Cougars on his back and beating the Utes. Yeah, when you get the stink face, that's when you know it's good, right? Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Terry, thanks, buddy. Thanks, guys. It's Terry Nashiff on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. Terry's right. Over the past decade, BYU's been able to replace guys like Elijah Bryant. Yep. Just because you don't know how doesn't mean it's not going to happen, but uh, Dave Rose has been able to, to produce a lot of all-league players over time. That's why he gets paid the big bucks, man, just That's like right. you, Jerem. Coming what? up at BYU 3P. We do not make indi- the same salary, that is for sure. <laughs> don't lie to the people. An individual championship and BYU beats Utah coming up uh, on the whip. And next, he's my homie in crime during the men's volleyball matches. His name's Steve Vale. He's going to be in Studio B to discuss tonight's MPSF semifinal match Against USC, this is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Watch tonight on BYU TV as fourth-ranked BYU Volleyball host USC in the MPSF tournament. Jerem Jordan, Steve Vail, and Lauren McClain will be on the call. The match begins at 9 p.m. Eastern on BYU TV. Jerem Jordan, Brian Logan, live from Studio B with your day-to-day BYU sports play-by-play. If you missed the show, you missed a good one. We chatted with Elijah Bryant about his decision to go pro. Terry Nashif weighing in on that decision and kind of how you replace the production. And uh, plenty of other conversation, opinions from Brian Logan. You never want to miss those. Although <laughs> although it isn't uh, countdown to kickoff, it's still pretty crazy. Uh. If you missed the show at noon Eastern, check out the rebroadcast at 6 Eastern on BYU TV. Our question of the day, what's your reaction to the news of Elijah Bryant going pro at Dan underscore Smith for BYU? Good for him.
but is there any reason why we can't keep our dominant players till the end of their senior season? That is kind of the concern from the fan base a little bit like, okay, Eric Mika and now yeah, I think, I think, Elijah Bryant. I think listening to, to, to Coach, man, you know, on, the, on his last interview, it made – made sense everybody is unique and right. the way he you know he i, I get that. it from it's, the individual yeah, perspective yeah. there's so, some selfishness uh, the team angle right now joining yeah. us uh, a man who i've been broadcasting the men's volleyball matches with for 10 years this is his second appearance in studio b his name's steve vale what's up steve hi thank you for having me i'm excited to be back it's great to have you finally in Finally, it's been a few years. We're not going to say how many. That's I know exactly kinda, how many. That's kind of weird. Yeah, no. I blame the producer, but uh, I'm like, what? here, here I'm we like, are. What did I do wrong? I thought, <laughs> I thought it went pretty good. <laughs> the men's volleyball matches aren't enough, I guess. Uh, tonight, big one, uh, MPSF semifinal, BYU and USC. What do you think of this matchup tonight that we're going to see at 9 Eastern? It's a, it's a weird thing because it's USC, right? But their numbers are horrible this year, and yet they've won their last two to get here. So they're just all over the place. Yet it's a scary match because again, it's it's all it's it's winner go home kind of a thing. And so I just hope we have a, a good BYU team that shows up tonight to well, to take care of it. Well, yeah, and that's and that's the thing, right? I mean, BYU's number one seed, um, you know, good at, at at home, right? And this is what I said earlier. Those three losses I'm talking it's about, yep, and a little suspect at home. So I mean, what what team do you expect to see tonight? It's a good question. Uh, we talk a lot about volleyball being 80% mental, 20% physical. And, and in my opinion, it's actually more 90-10. Mm. And there's a lot that goes into that. And, and BYU knows how hot uh, USC is right now. And so they're probably a little bit nervous as well. I mean, yeah, you look at the numbers, it's like, okay, we're going to just destroy those guys. Right. But the reality is uh, it's all about peaking at the right time in volleyball, and USC is, is playing really well right now. So I hope BYU takes it seriously and comes out and just just trumps them. Steve Vale is on BYU Sports Nation, BYU TV volleyball analyst. USC has defeated UCLA, a top-five team, and Pepperdine twice in the last two weeks. They also wedged in some losses to Grand Canyon and Concordia Irvine. So a little bit of Jekyll and Hyde situation here. But the fact that USC has done that, and BYU should have been playing Concordia Irvine and instead, but USC beat Pepperdine, it scares you a little bit, like you said. That's the thing, is BYU has done the same thing. They, they lose to Loyola at home, and then they go to, to Ohio State and beat them at their home, the number one team in the nation. And like Hawaii. what the Yeah, Hawaii win. as well, and, and really Pepperdine. hard to beat at home. Yeah. It's crazy. And so it's like, it is a very Jekyll and Hyde thing. It's, it's very schizophrenic. You know, I talk about that a lot, too. <laughs> It's like, who's going to show up tonight? So hopefully, like, I'm obviously BYU is going to take it seriously, but hopefully BYU just has their game face on. That's what I was going to ask you, um, you know, as, as a player, how do you, like, like, what's your mindset? Because on paper, you guys, you know, you, you, sh- you should be dominant, but you have them, you know, come in on hot. I mean, what does that make you do as a player? Do you say, ah, oh, no worry, we, we, we got them? Or is it, you know, red alert, red alert, let's everybody step the game up? Right, and that's a great question. So, so with, like, when I played, Excuse me. When I played, uh, the the mental aspect of it. I mean, my there was a time when my my buddy and I we were uh, the number one team in the state, but yet we would drive to tournaments and be like, okay, today is the day. Like uh, our cover's going to be blown. Everyone's going to realize how bad we suck. And, <laughs> and then and then we'd go out and we'd play really well and we'd win it or whatever. And and I'd be like, but every Saturday it was that same. Like, oh, here we go. This is the time. <laughs> so mentally, yeah, great confidence. Okay. Isn't that a horrible mindset? And that's also what I'm saying though. Is so BYU. Hopefully they're not dealing with that. Hopefully 
they can look at the numbers and be like, okay, I've, I have like a million aces this year. I'm just going to go out there and just serve the lights out and uh, just destroy yeah. these guys. So hopefully that's their mindset. There's a little bit better than mine was when I played. <laughs> so hopefully that'll be the case for them. BYU's going to play its final home game, hopefully Saturday night, in the MPSF championship this season. We had four years of Taylor Sander. We've now had four years of Brendan Sander. By the way, I tweeted the other day, fun fact, Taylor, Brendan, and Pat Sinclair, only dudes in BYU history with 1,000 kills and 100 aces. Wow. Brendan's been a special player. Obviously, Taylor was as well. We've joked on the air about how sad we're going to be when the Sanders are gone. This is an eight-year run, four and four. Yeah. Have you thought about that at all? With this of weekend? course I've thought Am about I making that. And I, and I, I, there's not even a box of Kleenex <laughs> here. Down. Yeah, that's, that's, that's messed up. Like, this is a bad, whew, okay, hang on. Yeah, right? Thank you. Okay, I feel better. Uh, it's a tough one. I even talked to their mom. was like, please tell me there's a little brother somewhere that's hiding that's going to be coming to BYU soon. Because a time without a time without yeah that's not going to help yeah. unless she cuts her hair really short or something but yeah that's going to be a tough time so you can't really put a, a, I mean it's hard to talk about how important those two brothers are to this not to just this program but to volleyball itself I mean now you got Taylor who's out there in the world league and he's taking it by storm he's crushing it in Italy right? absolutely and so I mean, and wait till his little brother gets out there. How amazing would it be for them to be on the same team out in the world playing and just dominating? This summer, right? they could be on the World League together. Isn't that just crazy? Yeah. So, I mean, they have been so big for this program and for the sport itself. And so it's a bummer. It really is that these guys are I mean, going to You guys are, are the volleyball experts. Do you know of any other, you know, brothers that could potentially, you know, make an impact, you know, at, at such a high level? You know, what's funny is the the Crab Brothers, uh, I think uh, Long Beach, right? Yeah. Um, Taylor was kind of the standout. He went up against Taylor Sander, and they were both kind of uh, vying for that National Player of the Year. But Trevor wasn't like as good. He kind of sat on the bench. Quality player, but not right. A now they're on player of the year camp. Right now they're both on the beach playing, and they're just battling each other. And so he was obviously a better beach player. But as far as the indoor world, no, I, don't, I can't think of any any other family that has been, you know, you have the Peyton, Manning, I don't know. I, the I, the yeah, Shoji brother's yeah. pretty good. Libero okay, yeah, okay. combo from Stanford. That's true. That's pretty Kavika good, too. But I mean, like a, that outside hitter that jumps 40-plus inches that yeah. just, I mean, and, they and look the, like the same guy when they play. It's yeah. crazy. It's been so fun. You don't want to miss it. It's BYU and USC tonight, men's volleyball, MPSF semifinal, 9 Eastern. Winner plays Saturday night. If BYU's in the championship game, we'll have that as well. Steve, it's been great to have you back in studio. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. I appreciate After it. 10 years? Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, I'll try not to watch my watch, but hopefully I'll get a call back at some point <laughs> in the next decade. Thanks, you guys. Check for this year. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> right? Steve. Coming up, BYU beats Utah, Brian. Yes, and there was a Cougar three-peat. So much goodness that will be coming up in the whip. Plus, your responses to our question of the day. What's your reaction to Elijah Bryant's announcement? And how soon should we invite Steve Vale back? This is BYU Sports Nation. <laughs> cool. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com for help when you need it most. Big thanks to today's guests, Elijah Bryant, Terry Nashiff, and Steve Vale. If you missed any of today's show, download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Coming up tomorrow, John Lidyard from the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. And I'll be back. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Men's Basketball. Elijah Bryant announced he is declaring for the NBA draft and hiring an agent. Bryant led the team with 18.2 points per game last season and was all WCC first team. 
Volleyball. Fourth-ranked BYU and top-seeded men's volleyball host USC in the MPSF tournament semifinals tonight in the Smith Fieldhouse. Watch the match at 9 Eastern on BYU TV. The winner of that match plays the winner of the UCLA-Concordia-Irvine match Saturday night in the championship at 9 Eastern. Football. Alema Fatisi Manu tweeted yesterday he is leaving Utah's football staff and joining the Cougars. BYU-SN has confirmed he will be hired as the player personnel coordinator and will help with recruiting. Golf. The women's team won its third straight West Coast Conference Championship after beating Pepperdine in a playoff. Congratulations. Well done, ladies. Rose Wong won the individual title at two under. Teammate Kendra Dalton took second. The men's team finished tied for third. Rhett Rasmussen led the team at five under par, finishing third overall. Softball. BYU beat Utah 5-2 in Salt Lake hey. last night. Bridget Fleener led the team with three RBIs. BYU has three regular season, a three-game uh, regular season winning streak against the Utes. Cougars overseas. Brandon Davis had a team high 21 points, eight rebounds, and one assist in an overtime victory for Zalgiris in EuroLeague plate. Nice job, Brandon. Today's Rise and Shout is brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. Brian, who gets it? I'm going to give it to um, Elijah Bryant. I'm going to give it to Elijah, man. It was great to have him in, talk about the decision, yeah. what went into it. Uh, and it's a real personal thing. Like, I, from the team perspective, it's like, oh, you're a good player. It's a bummer to lose you. But I think we that, wish Elijah the best. I think that. Uh, did you just flick a spider it, off? Yeah, I almost didn't flick it because I wanted to get bit. You and just see flicked if a I could spider spi- off the set? See if I could become Spider Man. Do but, we have any spray? <laughs> You know, <laughs> reality popped in, and I was like, yeah. That's- Stephen Enfield, do we have any spray? <laughs> a question of the day, what's your reaction to Elijah Bryant leaving? And that there's a spider in the studio. It was all white, too. Our elite, one of the weird ones. Ah, yeah. The elite tweet of the day, at Drawer of Fun. It's like a funeral. I'm happy because he's in a better place. <laughs> but it's hard to be truly happy when someone you need in your life is gone. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. That is, yeah. Mm, yeah. That's like, I, I get it. That's like milk with no cereal. Peanut More like butter, cereal with no milk. Peanut butter with no jelly. Ham with no burger. <laughs> the, <laughs> the conversation, the conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter using the hashtag BYUSN. The show is on demand on BYUSN.com. For Brian, I'm Jerem. <laughs> Shout out to Ivan Iverson. BYU Sports Nation back at it tomorrow at noon Eastern. Get some spider spray in here. <laughs>